0: Section 6 of Ontario Public School Geography This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Ontario Public School Geography by the Ontario Department of Education Section 6 Landforms The Soil solid rock underlies the surface soil of the land just as it underlies the water of the ocean no matter where you live if you dig deep enough you will come at last to solid rock the fine soil which covers the rock in most places in the world really consists of fine particles of stone with a considerable amount of decayed vegetation and animal matter mingled with it if you examine a handful of sand with a magnifying glass you can readily see that sand consists of small bits of stone if you rub a handful of soil between your hands you can feel an unpleasant gritty sensation due to the fine particles of stone of which the soil is largely composed rock or stone like wood decays when exposed to the weather this process is called weathering the sunshine the air the rain And the frost all play some part in softening and rotting the rock at the foot of any cliff you may see pieces of rock of varying sizes which have fallen from the cliff on account of the weathering of its surface these pieces of stone are being transformed slowly but surely into soil there are many kinds of rock and each kind contains substances which are peculiar to it therefore there are many kinds of soil due to the weathering of the different kinds of rock. Sandstone and granite, for instance, yield a poor sandy soil. Slate and shale, when weathered, become clay. Soil is necessary for plant life. All soils contain more or less of the materials needed by plants. Soils which contain much plant food we call fertile. Those which contain little are sterile the fertility or sterility of the soil is of great importance to man for only on fertile ground can good crops be grown the best soils are a mixture of the decayed material from many kinds of rock the depth of the soil is also important if only a thin layer of soil covers the rock beneath the ground dries out quickly in time of drought and plants wither and die a deep fertile soil is best for farming plains hills and valleys the soil and rock which form the surface of the land are not smooth and level the ground is usually uneven and rolling if the slopes of the ground are very slight and gentle they form a plain steep short slopes form hills the trough which is formed by the converging lower sides of two slopes we call a valley the hills which you see about your home have been carved out of the land by running water. You have doubtless seen little muddy rivulets on the slopes of the land after a heavy rainstorm. Each rivulet carries away with it a certain amount of soil. There are many rainstorms in a year, and each alters to some extent the face of the ground by washing soil away. During many hundreds of years, the water has washed away an enormous amount of soil and rock in this way deep valleys have been formed with high hills on both sides some rocks are softer than others and so decay much more rapidly naturally the rocks which break up first are the first to be carried away by the water for this reason high ground is left where the rocks are hardest the rains are continually washing soil from the high ground to lower levels where then must the soil be deepest on the hill-tops or in the valleys where in general are the best farms found mountains mountains with few exceptions have not been carved out by running water the great mountains of the world have been caused by the wrinkling or folding of the rock surface in ages long past we know little of the forces which caused this but their evidences are plain mountains are great masses of rock lifted high above the level of the surrounding country the peaks of high mountains tower so high into the air that their tops are covered with snow the upper levels of the air are so cold that snow not rain falls upon the mountain peaks snow sometimes accumulates in the mountain valleys the mass of packed snow is very heavy and therefore it creeps slowly along the valley moving steadily downward because of its own weight such a moving mass of snow or ice is called a glacier the tip of the glacier of course melts as soon as it reaches the warmer air of the lower levels the water from melting glaciers forms mountain streams plateaus in many places in the world there are large expanses of fairly level ground enclosed by mountains. Such plains are high above the level of the sea. They are called plateaus or tablelands. Volcanoes. In some parts of the world melted rock or lava has broken through the surface of the ground. With it comes steam and other gases often with such violence that the lava is broken up into fine dust. Sometimes the lava bursts through a long crack or fissure, sometimes through an almost round hole. Such an opening in the earth's crust we call a volcano. Often the accumulated lava makes a cone-shaped mass of great height. At the top of the peak is usually a round depression called the crater. The craters of active volcanoes are partly filled with boiling lava and flaming gases many mountains have been made by volcanoes rivers and their work nearly all the surface of the land is sloping and it is well for us that such is the case if the land were all perfectly level the water would not run off from it and swamps would be found everywhere in regions of heavy rainfall low-lying swamps are of no use to the farmer until they are drained and often ditches have to be dug or drain pipes laid to carry off the water from them farm lands should be well drained rivers are natural drains by which surplus water is carried off from the land and returned to the ocean just as good drainage is important for farms so on a larger scale good drainage is important for countries and continents rivers not only carry off surplus water from the land but they also bring water from places where it is of little use to places where it is badly needed in some parts of the world so little rain falls that plants can grow only where rivers fed by mountain snows bring a constant supply of water you have already seen how useful rivers are as highways of transportation it is worth noting too that river valleys form natural routes for roads and railways this is always the case in a mountainous or hilly country where the low valleys between peaks are much easier to traverse than the rough and steep mountain sides rivers play a great part also in tearing down and building up the land rapid streams carry along with them bits of stone and in some cases even boulders these are dashed against one another and rolled along the river bed the stones wear one another down into sand or mud they also wear away the bed of the river in this way some mountain rivers have cut deep beds through layers of solid rock every rainstorm washes down a certain amount of soil from the slopes of the land into the rivers this soil will be carried along when the water flows swiftly but as the current becomes slower the particles of soil gradually fall to the bottom of the water this silt as it is called forms very fertile soil for it is a mixture of many kinds of soil brought from widely separated regions by the various streams called tributaries which flow into the river along its course when heavy rainstorms occur or when the snow melts rapidly in the spring so much water may flow into a river that its banks can no longer contain it the water flows over the country on both sides of the river and this moves very slowly as the water recedes after the flood a thin layer of fertile soil is left behind each flood adds a little to the thickness of the soil until the land is gradually raised considerably above the level of the river such a plain is called a floodplain. Flood plains form some of the most fertile districts in the world. Some of the sediment is carried right to the mouth of the river. As the river enters the sea, its current is suddenly checked, and so the sediment falls slowly to the bottom. If there are no ocean currents to carry it away, it accumulates until it reaches the surface. Gradually a plain is built up at the mouth of the river such a plain is called a delta and is generally very fertile ground end of section 6